Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Global News headline today, Liberal Majority Government in Doubt as Lead Over Conservatives Shrinks. Poll finds. Well, the poll is by Ipsos Public Affairs, and Daryl Bricker is the president and CEO of Ipsos Public Affairs. He joins us on The Roy Green Show. Daryl is also the author of the book that I keep insisting every Canadian family should have and each Canadian should read, needs to read, must read. The book is next. It's what's going to happen in this country going forward. And since you're likely going to be around for it, you need to read next. Daryl, good to have you with us. What's going on? Well, uh, what we're seeing is a race uh, that I, people keep talking about getting started is tightening up. Um, so since our last poll a few weeks ago, actually a couple of weeks ago, uh, the lead between the Liberals uh, the Liberals had over the Conservatives has, has shrunk by half. So they've gone from 12 to a six-point advantage. Uh, so that suggests that, you know, we're going to get into an election campaign and the likelihood is that things are going to even tighten up further. So I guess the, I mean, the, the fundamental journalistic question is why? Well, I think the reason is because what's happening is that um, where the government gets its highest grades is for its management of the pandemic. And as people are starting to feel that the pandemic is getting into our rearview mirror, they're starting to uh, move off of what was the most important issue back onto the issues that were uh, actually sort of the most urgent issue back onto the issues that they perceived previously as the most important. And things like the economy, affordability, those kinds of things. And quite frankly, the government doesn't score that well on, on, on many of those issues. Other opposition parties or opposition parties are seen as, as preferable on some of them. So what happens is that the, that the race tightens up as people focus on those other issues. So we have the Liberals now at 36 points, the Conservatives at 30, the NDP at 20, which uh, leaves the bloc in, in Quebec as... Uh, as a significant player in that province, and uh, from the Global News story and from your research, if the Liberals are going to try to recover from this downward turn, they're going to have to look at three provinces particularly, Ontario, Quebec, and British Columbia, correct? Correct. So let's go through each of them, Roy. Sure. Uh, so in, in Quebec, uh, what's happened is that the Liberals are in a fairly tight race. I think they've got about a five or six point lead over the, uh, the Bloc Québécois. That's frankly, that's not enough, um, because... What that shows is the Liberals are probably doing a little bit better in seats that they already have. So they need to, they need to expand that lead if they're going to uh, generate any more seats. And, and the reason for, for this election is, they're having this election, is to, is to get a majority. Um, so they need more seats. You get to Ontario, uh, the Liberals have about an eight-point lead over the Conservatives. Uh, they were much further ahead than that in the last election campaign. It was double digits. Uh, and particularly in the 905, which is where they won the election campaign. We haven't split out the 416 and the 905 in this poll, but when it's as close as eight, it tells me that it's uh, fairly close to tied in the 905. That's a problem for the Liberals. And then when we go to British Columbia, the Liberal Party is in second place and the Conservative Party is in first place. That's the only other place where there's a significant number of seats that they can win. And right now they're trailing, uh, they're trailing the Conservative Party and look unlikely to pick up seats in, uh, in British Columbia. So is Justin Trudeau the problem for the Liberals? Well, I think it's a combination of things. I think it's, it's Justin Trudeau himself, but it's also uh, the issues agenda that the, uh, that the public is confronting. And so when they look at things like, for example, the economy, uh, back in, the, uh, when, in 2015 when Justin Trudeau uh, won his majority government, he had a double-digit lead over the Conservatives on the economy. Right now he trails the Conservatives by eight on the economy. That's not good. No. On affordability um, and cost of living, he trails the NDP. 
health care, which tends to be a nonpartisan issue, and by the way, the most significant issue Canadians tell us, uh, is it, it's, it's pretty much a, a nonpartisan issue in the sense that nobody really thinks that any of the parties can do a great job, but the Liberals have a bit of an advantage. This election will not be about health care. And then that leads us into things like climate change, where the Liberals have staked out a pretty big claim, but the Green Party, in spite of all of the disruption that we're hearing about, continues to lead on that issue. So the, the problem that they've got is the uh, issues that they would really need to dominate in the campaign, and they were probably counting on, like management of the, the COVID crisis, are going into the rearview mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a... Well, let me back this up. In 2019, the Liberals won uh, government with the lowest popular vote percentage in the history of this country for a winning party federal right. So if there is a low voter turnout in 2021... Is there an opportunity for an O'Toole minority government? Well, that's where it starts to get very interesting, very interesting indeed. Because um, the reason that the Liberals have did well in 2015 and then did well again in 2019 is that turnout was at historically high levels in the modern era. Stephen Harper won his majority when turnout was at its lowest, very lowest. It was about 59. In the last two election campaigns, it was about 68. So the Liberals have been able to communicate to the uh, Canadians, particularly progressive Canadians, that the election had consequence and that they needed to get behind them in order to stop the Conservative Party. At the moment, the public doesn't believe the Conservative Party is going to win. They don't particularly see them as a threat. And what that means is that uh, the usual Liberal strategy of marginalizing the NDP by scaring progressive conservatives, by uh, scaring progressive voters about the potential for a Conservative government that's not really a strong strategy at the moment. If that happens, turnout is low, the conservative base is high, they're more likely to show up and vote, they tell us, uh, anything can happen. And this is not, a, as you say, Canada is not about a national vote, it's regional voting that decides. Yeah, it's a series of regional campaigns. So the thing that I'll be watching over the next little while is do we see any movement in Quebec? Uh, are the Liberals able to get back into double-digit territory in the province of Ontario? And are they able to move into first place in British Columbia? If they can't do those three things, very difficult for them to win a majority. Well, I can't wait for the goodie package to arrive. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, it's on the way, Roy. We'll be doing lots of polling for Global uh, through the election campaign. We'll be able to share all of these insights with, uh, with your listeners and uh, uh, everybody who uh, interacts with Global News over the space of the next few weeks. If you want to hear more, Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.